This is the Truth Hurts Program. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It is Monday, the 19th day of December, 2022, and I'm coming to you from behind the steering wheel, sitting in the driver's seat, the cockpit, if you will, of the old diesel F-250 as we travel westbound on the interstate, heading to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's kind of what I do a couple of Mondays a month. Go check in on the peeps at the office while I bring to you the most entertaining 30 minutes that you will listen to all day. Way more entertaining than those so-called late-night comedy talk shows, those woke political advertisements for the Democratic Party. Those things are not even worth watching anymore. They haven't been for about 25 years. Matter of fact, you can go all the way back to Hillary Rotten Clinton and her husband, Cigar Bill Little Mess on the Little Blue Dress Clinton. That's around the time where these so-called late-night comedy programs that came on after your evening news suddenly took a turn for the worse. A bad leftward turn. It is, of course, Monday before Christmas. You have about six days left. Five and a half days of shopping left available to you if you're going to fill someone's stocking with gifts and delights. Today is, again, Monday, the 19th day of December, and it is the beginning of the Hanukkah season. All of those anti-Semites today grinding their teeth, gnashing their teeth, thinking, we gotta be nice to Jewish people, y'all, because it's Hanukkah time. Most people, most people surveyed in the United States in a survey performed by Rasmussen asking 1,500 average American citizens if they had any clue whatsoever as to the meaning of Hanukkah, the Jewish festival of lights. Most people who responded, almost 90%, said they knew it had something to do with candles. That was their answer. How enlightened a people are we? I guess the Southern Baptists and the rest of the Protestants all hunker down and just think about Jesus, which is fine because I believe in Jesus as a Christian myself. I guess the Hindi, the Hindu people, they only worry about Shiva, right? I guess the Asians only worry about Buddha. They know nothing at all of anything other than Buddha. And those in the sand over there, the OPEC folk, I've got to be nice, I'm trying not to be racist. Those who wear their drying garments above their heads, on their heads, they only worry about what is written in the Quran. Christians only worry about what's in the Bible. But the first religion that recognized God as we know God were the Jewish people. Jesus himself was Jewish, a Jewish carpenter. Jesus himself, I'm sure, celebrated Hanukkah like a good Jewish boy. After all, there were no Christians before Christ, so how could he be a Christian? 
He was the Christ. Anyway, about 90% of the people in America do not have the first damned clue about what Hanukkah is. Oh, and they laugh and they make their little jokes and they watch reruns of All in the Family and the Jeffersons where Jewish jokes were all the rage. They watch all of those Norman Lear productions. Norman Lear, of course, Jewish himself. Mel Brooks, very Jewish, made fun of his own faith. You gotta be able to laugh at yourselves, my friends. Otherwise, your life will be miserable. So anyhow, it is Hanukkah. The first day of Hanukkah. Festival of eight days, I believe it is. Most people don't know the story of the lamps and the oil. How there was only enough oil left to last, what, a day? And instead, thanks to the grace of God above, somehow the people bathed in light for eight full days on one day's worth of oil. It was considered a miracle and attributed to God. Well, people today don't understand that. So I'm going to give you a Truth Hurts program perspective into Hanukkah. Imagine you're a progressive, woke, liberal, democratic-supporting, Jewish, Northeasterner. You've got an electric car because, well, you believe in the lie of man-caused climate change. You don't look at the science that says climate has always been changing, and that's why we had ice ages a million years ago and massive heat waves that formed the Dust Bowl in the 20s the 1920s. You don't believe in any of that cycle stuff. You call it cycle babble, but it's really science. Science to progressive woke liberal Democrats is only science and should only be trusted and believed if it supports your progressive liberal woke communistic socialistic agenda. That's the only time those people ever believe the science and when they don't believe the science they make up science or they find some idiot who happens to have a degree in some scientific field and they rely on that idiot's commentary and say but it comes from science I digress my friends back to the topic at hand to properly explain Hanukkah to people today to the progressive liberal woke Democratic Party Imagine it is the cold, dead, arctic chill of winter. The nights are long, the days are short. The coldness of temperature is there. And you fell into the lie believing somehow that buying an electric car was going to save the planet. And you're driving around some overcrowded, metropolitan giant city area let's just say mayor eric bradley's new york you're driving your electric car around new york the snow comes the ice comes a blizzard-like condition comes and you find yourself in your electric car thanking god above that you don't have to run an engine to stay warm because your car is covered in snow and if you ran an engine, you might asphyxiate on evil carbon emissions. You are thankful that you have an electric car because you can run your heater in your electric car. 
and you don't have to worry about suffocating. That's your thought. You are praising whatever deity you believe in, if you believe in one at all. Alas, you look down. You're listening to the radio and you hear, they may not be able to free everyone from their icy prisons of their cars trapped on some road for eight days. You think to yourself, oh goodness, I have an electric car so I won't asphyxiate, but alas, I only have 10% battery life left. Battery in my electric car is going to die soon. What shall I do? And so you pray. One of the few times you pray. You forget about all the times that you forgot God when you supported abortion on demand for any reason or no reason at all, just to go have one. You forgot to pray when you saw the LGBTQIA1 plus community start to come to its own, breaking every natural biological law on the books and offending the God that you are now praying to because your electric car only has 10% battery left. However, will you stay warm? However, will you continue to be able to listen to the lies of NPR? How will you be able to charge your cell phone? 10% in your electric car may not get you through the night, much less eight days of darkness and no power. So you pray to God Almighty, to Yahweh, and somehow, some way, through some miracle, Yahweh, God, has heard and answered your prayers. You go through the cycles of day and night, trapped beneath the icy, snowy embankment that is now encasing your vehicle in the frigid northeast, in the country of the Democratic Party. You see morning and night again. Your supply of munchies, crunchies, and whatever are running low. You're just about out of food. You're just about out of bottled water. And you realize it is the eighth day and you still somehow are listening to the progressive liberal NPR. And somehow you've been able to manage to stay somewhat warm in your electric car. It is a Hanukkah miracle. Eight days of power with only 10% battery life. Praise God. That's an explanation to you, my friends, of how Hanukkah worked back in the day when a Jewish family had but a little bit of oil left for the lamp to heat and to cook and to stay warm and to stay illuminated. And somehow, by God's grace, that Jewish family was able to stay bathed in the light, in the warmth of that lamp on 10% oil for eight days. To my Jewish friends, colleagues, co-workers, neighbors, happy Hanukkah from the Truth Hurts program. To those of you who think I'm full of crap with this particular story, I wish for you today to spend eight minutes on the Google 
on the internet, on the MSN browser, on the Yahoo browser. Spend eight minutes today and just read the origin. You can even look it up on Wikipedia. It'll be skewed, but you can still look up the story of Hanukkah. Or is it Chanukah, as Adam Sandler used to say. Look up the story of Hanukkah and see if it helps to bring your life into focus, even for just a few short minutes. Did you hear Joe Biden's latest gaffe over the weekend? Joe Biden, who claims to be Irish, who a year or so ago went into an Italian community and said, well, I guess I'm Italian because I married a, an Italian woman. And then he said the long name, you know, whatever it is, Luciana, Don Giovanni, Bon Giotto, whatever her name was. Um, he also claimed that he grew up in the black church, but he claims to be a Catholic who went to the white Catholic church every weekend. And yet he votes for abortion as a senator, supports abortion as a president, not very Catholic, Mr. Biden. He also claims to be a Catholic, the Catholic church up until the latest iteration of the Pope, believed in what the Bible says. Thou shalt not putteth the square peg into the other square peg, for it does not fitteth. In other words, marriage is between a man and a woman, and homosexual marriage, transgenderism, being gay, lesbian, trans, queer, whatever you call it, is against God's teaching. Period. Joe Biden, claiming to be a Catholic, a member of the first holy church of Jesus Christ, the Roman Catholic Church, you know, Jesus died, he told St. Peter, one of his 12 apostles, upon you, Peter, I build my church, St. Peter. St. Peter became the first pope, the first pope of the Catholic Church. All the other religions that's, that claim to be Christian good for you. I'm glad that you are Christian. I'm glad that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, was born of the Virgin Mary, became man, preached and taught the Holy Word, and then suffered, died, and was buried, and then three days later arose from the dead to forgive our sins, and now is seated at the right hand of God, along with God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that is the basis of the Christian faith. King James said, you know what? I want a divorce. The Catholic Church Pope said, nope. Divorce is against our teachings. It is not what God wants allowed. So till death do us part means till death do us part. King James said, nope, not happening. Your church is outlawed. I'm starting my own church. First Protestant, the first Protestant, protestor first person to break from the Catholic Church, from God's teachings, right? Maybe not the first. You had Martin Luther, not the black guy from the 60s. He started the Lutheran Church. You had all of the others who broke away, who decided, you know what, I want three wives. The Catholic Church says I can only have one wife. I'm going to start my own religion. And then I'll just say, I had a vision. I saw a vision, and the vision had me in a hot tub with five wives. So I want to be able to do that. All of the other religions, and I'm not bashing them, as long as you believe that God the Father 
is our creator and Jesus Christ, his son, died for your sins, you're still a Christian. I don't bash the Baptist church. I don't bash the Methodists, the Lutherans, the Presbyterians. It's not me. That's not me. I don't bash them. But boy, a lot of them sure do bash the Catholic church. When I first moved to Tennessee, to Nashville, Tennessee, way, way back in 19, what, 87, 88, 87, I guess it was, we made some great friends working for the big orange rental truck company. I was a general manager there. And we made some great friends. And one day, one of the girls in the office asked my wife, so where do y'all go to church? And my wife said, whatever it was, St. Peter's Catholic Church, St. Joseph Catholic Church. The woman's face wrinkled up in anger. Now, my wife had been working with this girl for months, for months in the office. They had become friends. They'd gone to lunch, they'd gone to dinner, they'd gone out, done things together, gone shopping the whole bit. This girl's face scrunched up. She gave my wife a look and said, Oh, you know the Catholic Church is the great whore, right? My wife said, I'm sorry, excuse me? The Catholic Church is the great whore. That's not a real religion. That's not Christian. And she never spoke to my wife again. Never uttered another good morning, a hello, a how are you? It was as if my wife had just donned a KKK hood and walked into a black congregation. She was at the office doing her job. This girl just strictly did a 180 degree from being good friends with you and going shopping and let's go to the mall and maybe we can go out to eat Friday night to never speaking to her again. And I thought, how tolerant of you. Wow, your religion, whatever it is, whichever um, Protestant denomination you are, is very loving, caring, accepting. It left a bad taste in my mouth, as I guess my wife's revelation of being Catholic left a bad taste in her mouth. Never spoke to her again. Matter of fact, about a month later, she re this woman requested a transfer to a different location, to a different rental store, just so she wouldn't have to look at a Catholic woman every day. It was insanity at its finest. So looking back on my life, roughly 60 years here on this planet, I have been to Catholic Church. I have been to Baptist Church. I've been to Methodist Church. I've been to a religious service in a Jewish temple. I haven't been to whatever high tea with the queen, but I've been to a Buddhist service. I've been to a service in a Sikh temple. I sat quietly in the back. I went to the Greek Orthodox Church multiple times. Women, you can't show your bare shoulders there at all. It's not proper. I just know that church itself, for me, is a building. As long as you are loving and accepting of the teachings of God, as long as you try to live your life as the best person you can be, that's all God wants. He wants you to love your neighbor as yourself. 
He wants you to forgive when you can. He wants you to turn the other cheek. Okay. But how many times, right? Anyway, I've gotten off the topic. I started talking about Joe Biden, who claims to be a Catholic, and his latest gaffe. Joe Biden, who claimed that he is Italian one week, and Irish one week, claims that he has a kindred spirit with the French. He is basically a Native American at heart. Well, Joe Biden apparently can speak to and commune with the dead. Apparently, according to a comment Joe Biden made this week, he, Joe Biden, while the vice president of the United States under Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden claims that he had a conversation with an uncle and gave that uncle a purple heart that that uncle had earned so many decades before in service of his country. And that he had a conversation with that uncle and told him, you earned this and I had to make sure as a vice president, I had to make sure that you got this purple heart for your injury in combat and your service to our great nation. He said he told this to his uncle many, many, many times how much he appreciated his service to the country. And that while he was the vice president, he gave this uncle the Purple Heart. Only problem with that is this uncle died in 1999, just shy of 10 years before liar in cheat, lion Joe Biden claims to have given as vice president the purple heart to his dead uncle now i know if this dead uncle was a catholic he was probably buried not cremated so what did joe biden do go exhume the body of this dead uncle raise the coffin lid and have a spirited conversation with the skeleton and yet where are the fact checkers had this been Donald Trump making such a wild lie, accusation, a wild story, a fairy tale, the fact checkers would be destroying Donald Trump on the morning news, the noon news, the evening news, and all of those so-called late night comedy talk shows would be bashing Donald Trump as a liar, as a man out of his mind. How could Donald Trump be talking to a dead uncle that's been dead for 10 years and give that guy a purple heart and then the guy thanks him and tells him what a wonderful honor it was to serve the country? Not a word on NBC about this latest lie. And it's not even a gaffe. It's an outright made-up lie. Not a word on CBS, NBC, ABC. CNN, MSNBC, not a peep, not a sound. Unbelievable, the lies that Joe Biden gets away with telling. It amazes me that the media does not ever call him out on it. Never. Hmm. Must be nice to get a pass. Dr. Jill Biden, doctor in name only, Dr. Jill Biden, 
is now claiming she supports 100% her husband's run for re-election in the presidential, hopefully not rematch between Donald Trump and Joe Biden in 2024. Now, I'll tell you this, my friends. <coughs> Excuse me. If the people of the United States of America on the Republican side do think enough of Donald Trump to nominate him as their candidate in the 2024 presidential election, and it is a choice between Donald Trump, who made America great again, despite his few gaffes and flaws throughout four years, despite being an embattled president for four years, between him and sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, muttering, puttering, shuddering, stuttering, fluttering, mumbling, fumbling, crumbling, grumbling, tumbling, stumbling, tripping upstairs, sniffing little girl's hairs, mopey, dopey, little girl groping, pedophile Pete, the big guy, 10% on the take, Joe Biden. My friends, I will have to vote for Donald Trump once again. It is honestly my sincere hope that we don't have Donald Trump as the Republican nominee. Sorry, I would much rather see a much younger, more vibrant, less controversial, successful Ron DeSantis as my choice for Republican presidential candidate. But again, if it's Trump, Biden, my vote will go to Trump. If it's dog catcher versus Biden, my vote will be for dog catcher. If it is, oh, I don't know, Ron from the corner drugstore, who always has a MAGA hat on versus Joe Biden, I will vote for Ron from the corner store. Anyone but Joe Biden, again. What I really don't understand, my friends, is how the country continues to look the other way at all of the gaffes of Joe Biden. The mental lapses, not just the lapses in his ability to think, formulate a sentence, but the straight up, outright lies. The made up, manufactured fairy tale stories that Sky continues to tell the giant Biden crime family cover-up of his illegal, unethical, immoral business dealings with the Chinese Communist Party, with the Ukrainian government, with Russia. We have proven, both through two failed impeachment attempts against Donald Trump, a January 6th committee that is highly politicized and only rears its ugly head when there's an election around or when it's time to try and shut down Donald Trump's attempt at another run at the presidency. And they're about to run out of steam. If they don't make a decision and do something in the next few weeks, the Republicans take over the House and they will most certainly abandon the sham investigation known as the January 6th insurrection hearings. You guys cannot possibly be so blind 
and I'm not talking to my loyal, conservative, Truth Hurts program listeners. I'm talking to the rest of America out there. You cannot be so blind, so ignorant, so vapid, so stupid, so brainless, so empty-headed as to believe for one second that there was Russian collusion in the 2016 election that got Donald Trump into power. And then, using your same brainless, gap, gaping hole in your head, think that there was no Russian collusion in getting Donald Trump out of office. You can't have one without the other. There was widespread election fraud in the 2016 election. And despite that widespread election fraud, which had not matured yet, they had not gotten a firm grip on how to manipulate an election on the Democratic Party side in the 2016 election. And that is the only reason Donald Trump won. Had they used the same tactics, the same methods, the same tricks, the same total technology hijacking in the 2016 election when Hillary Clinton lost to Donald Trump, I promise you Hillary Clinton would have been the president. Wow, where's the time gone? That's all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. If you don't like what you hear, who cares? Go out and make it a great day. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre-recorded.